think you've got big assets? Find out how to protect them in today's episode of the Tradies Business Show. <coughs> got big assets? How well are they protected? Find out in... Oh, why is this so hard? <laughs> hard. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show and Merry Christmas, everyone. Seems we're sitting here celebrating Christmas this week. Merry Christmas. Bar humbug and all that stuff for all the, all the blokes out there. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Stringing up Christmas lights on the gutter. That's it. Hope Santa is good to you. So, t- at this time of year, we thought it's really important to give a, a community safety message. <laughs> and don't that is, drink boys. And ride your kid's scooter. That's it. You are not five, so <laughs> don't think you can do a somersault on the trampoline. Oh, come on. I was. Really looking forward to that, Michaela. You've just ruined my Christmas. <laughs> or try and do your BMX tricks that you used to do when you were 11. <laughs> and it does happen, doesn't it? It does. So we thought we'd talk about, you know, the importance of protecting you, your biggest asset, and if you don't, how that can affect your business. Mm. And it's uh, all too common thing that uh, we see people who have, well, not just injuries, but unfortunately illness these days uh, and, you know, can't work. And can't earn an income, which is fine if you're an employee, but uh, we all think of our biggest asset as our house or our car even, or perhaps our work vehicle, Um, but the reality is our biggest asset is our capacity to earn an income and pay all the bills. That's it. And if you're not able to work and you don't have any backup plans, that can not only affect your business, but your family and everything in Mm. your life as well. Mm. And look... One, one great example is, unfortunately, we probably all know somebody who's been touched by the big C, by cancer, uh, and statistically, Australians actually have a one in three chance of being diagnosed with cancer before age 75. Wow, and that is scary. And you know, my mum's just been through it. Uh, I've got a client who had uh, testicular cancer and couldn't work for 12 months in his business. So, uh, you know, that's a real threat to our livelihood. And uh, what do we do? You know, what happens if we actually can't work because we're sick or injured? That's right. And I think you were saying before that 95% of Australians don't have adequate cover That's for right. things like this. So I think it's an important uh, topic to cover. So, yeah, look, it's, it is dry as toast, this topic. Um, <laughs> and uh, there is no way to make this sexy, but I think the seriousness of it is um, please listen through. Um, there are some great tips in here and some insights into how you can actually, uh, you know, look after yourself and protect yourself and your family. Uh, and you know, if you make it all the way to the end, let us know. Write a <laughs> write a review for us and say I listened to the whole thing. And I don't know, we'll find something in the the bottom drawer here and send you a prize or yeah. something like that. And I think the funny thing is, uh, we did record this a little while ago. But what's happened to our guests since we recorded yeah. the episode? It's sadly kind of funny. Uh, so Adrian, who you're about to hear from, um, after not long after we actually recorded this interview with him, uh, he's a mountain bike rider. Obviously not a very Uh-oh. good one because uh, he crashed his mountain bike, uh, broke his collarbone, fractured or, or broke six ribs and punctured his lung. Wow. Uh, so he's a, well, he's now walking, but he's a walking example of how important uh, having good income and, and uh, life insurance really is. So. It is. Great. Well, let's get into it. Absolutely. Get it over with. Okay. <laughs> so joining us today, we have Adrian Reed from Stream Financial. 
Adrian's an expert in uh, life insurance, which is one of the most exciting topics, I think, that you could possibly ever tune into. So uh, hold on to your hats, guys, while we hear all about life insurance. But uh, Adrian, welcome to Tradies Business Show and um, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Thanks, Warwick, and I uh, really appreciate being here today. As you can see, I'm uh, from uh, some other territory of Australia or here, <laughs> and um, but I've been here in Australia for over 11 years, and um, in that time I've been fortunate enough to get involved in the life insurance and income protection industry. We have a business based on the Sunshine Coast, but we have clients all the way across Australia and um, internationally even. We have a lot of tradies who are clients, and for good reason. At the same time, we also have a lot of tradies who are um, on claim at the moment. My background has always been in small business. I've, over the years, had a number, still have a number of small businesses from coffee shops. I have to be honest and say that I um, do not do any trade work at home. I've been banned from that um, just uh, because of the nature of my skill set. But I have a lot of friends who are tradies and uh, run their own businesses. At the end of the day, the um, difficulties associated with work also apply to me. So, for example, I'm so busy running around getting my businesses sorted out that I forget to focus on some of the more detailed aspects of the business and also in particular where there's certain aspects that I don't understand. So kind of those seem to get put away um, in the draw for later. And the reality is we just never get to that later date. But, yeah, that's my background. been doing it for a number of years and, um, you know, specialise in the industry. Thanks, mate. So tell me, why should I have life insurance? Why should our listeners actually even have life insurance? Yeah, Warwick, a good question, I guess. Um, unfortunately, we've made our lives a bit more complicated than they were, you know, 50, 100 years or 200 years ago. Um, in those days, if you something happened to you, you would either just pass away and although people would grieve, you weren't actually a financial loss. Um, as we've made our lives more complicated, we've taken on things like debt. Um, we've also taken on family commitments to people. And the reality is, is that if something does happen to us, and not so much just life insurance, I think the big one, life insurance is, is critical, but more important is if something happens to you and you don't die, what happens? Because you actually become a financial burden on your family and uh, friends. So the importance of it is, is not getting any less. It's actually, um, as people have been able to, doctors have got clever enough to save our lives, they've actually complicated it even further for us. So it's really important to make sure that your family is secure if something should happen to you. That's why. Thanks, mate. It's uh, it's something that I see a lot of people struggle to understand the value in it. Um, I've had personal experience with it, and I've seen a lot of clients the same way. But uh, I know, Michaela, you've had some some personal experience with it as well. Is there? What do you see with your clients, Michaela? Yeah, well, a lot of them see that they don't think they need it, and or they think they have it, but they're not really sure. And they just don't put it as a priority, you know, the phone ringing and getting the invoicing out and the next job quoted, that's what they see as the priority. And they don't realise how critical it is that they need to look after themselves in the future. And it's just so easy to to fall off a ladder or, or hurt themselves or, 
you know, what happens if their family is injured. So what do you find with some of your current clients that are claimed at the moment? What's some of the, the stories that you've got with your customers at the moment? Yeah, okay. So in terms of current um, claims, um, at the moment we've got a number. We've got a plumber who unfortunately probably 13, 14 months ago he had some issues. First of all, he had some issues with his knee. He twisted his knee in a drain. So went on income protection claim and got paid for that. That lasted, if memory serves, it was probably six or seven weeks. Um, and then got a call from him and, and he had kind of been feeling a bit sore. His joints were a bit sore, took some medication, kind of uh, made himself go to work. Had some tests done and he's got osteoarthritis. And um, the reality is he's 42 years old. He will never be able to work as a plumber again in his life. Mm. And uh, so he's on a permanent claim, effectively, um, up until age 65. So that's also important. A lot of people say they've got income protection, but they might only have a two-year benefit. And after two years, you're back to square one. And so by him having that cover, how has that impacted his life? Oh, it's made a huge difference to his life. He's got uh, two young children. They're similar age to my children. So one's 11, one's nine. Um, They're still totally dependent on him. His wife was working part-time, so that's also um, a bit of an issue. The, um, the reality is now that he can choose what he wants to do. So the insurance company will pay him, um, and they'll pay you up to 75%. So up to 75% of his income, they will now pay him until he's age 65. He doesn't necessarily have to keep on claiming. So he can choose to be retrained, and they will pay for that. They will also, um, so they'll pay for any education. They'll pay for him to, um, his income while he's learning. And if he decides that he doesn't like this new job per se, then they'll pay him. And if even if the new job doesn't pay as much, they'll make up the difference. And he doesn't have to do that, though. That's the critical thing. He has that choice. You know, the reality is, is that long-term, one actually wants to have a sense of purpose and to work. So it's really good to be able to have this as a sort of backup for him. And he, sure. the, but the point is he's not stressed. And he's gone through an emotional ride because suddenly he can't do something that he loved doing. Mm-hmm. But at least financially, his family's secure. They can still pay their mortgage. And that's the difference. The bank's not knocking at the door. Great. And I know that um, you know a lot of tradies out there think that the government's going to help me mm. or I'm right, I've got some super. But what's your experience with that? Yeah, look, again, the reality is is that the government's not going to help you um, and certainly they're not going to help you in any way close to how you're living at the moment. So, you know, they might be able to give you some income for a while. There's going to be conditions on it. It's it's um, the average um, income pension that they would pay is around about $1,200 every two weeks. And don't quote me on that because my figures could be wrong. <laughs> but it's not, en- it's not a lot and it's not enough. Um, and the... Uh, so the reality is, is that you, you've kind of worked hard for a while. You've got yourself into a certain lifestyle position that you want to be in, and suddenly something happens, and they're not in the business of doing that. And if you think that the government going forward is going to be in a better financial position than it is now, <laughs> there's no chance. Um, the reality is, is that um, in 2050, the projections are that of the tax that we pay will go to paying pension and medical expenses for people over 65. 
So it's 50% of everything. Right? At the same time, they've got to balance the budget with education, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you don't want to be relying on that because it's going to become less and less supportive as we go forward. Um, it is a common misconception that I'll be all right, they'll look after me. The other one is people say, oh, my, um, my parents will, will look after me or um, you know, my brothers and my sisters or my family or my friends will look after me. And no problem. The reality is, is just phone them now before something happens and just check that they're okay paying <laughs> for it. Because the, you know, um, people will. And, and what we find is that anyone who comes to us with a claim, it's not a great time in their lives. Everyone rallies around them. And even in our own business, there's uh, one of our guys there has got cancer. So in the beginning, everyone was, oh, we're going to do this and we'll help you, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et that lasts for a certain time period. Sure. And it can't go on forever because we've also got our own families to run, etc. Mm. And um, so if you're thinking you're going to get that help, it's, it's probably a good idea just to confirm with the people beforehand <laughs> in writing that you're going to get yep. it. And I'm sure a lot of tradies and, and people are, are quite proud and think they are invincible, mm. but really that couldn't be further from the truth. And, and that's right. The, um, inherently, the um, tradies are very proud people and, and can show that they're physically strong. The reality is, is that if you start working in the trade, and let's say you're 22 years or 20 years or 22 years by the time you qualify, you're going to work until age 60, probably age 65. So you've got 42 years of manual work ahead of you. 95 or 98% of the claims that we see are repetitive strain injury. It's from doing the same thing over and over and over again, and the bodies just can't handle it. And even the guys who are older, who are 40 years old, 50 years old doing it, they're doing it on painkillers, mm. and that's the way that it is. So it's, we're not designed to do that sort of work for that long. And if you think the government's going to make the, the age pension come closer, it's not. They've actually just pushed it out now to age 67, and over the next few years, because of the, what I told you previously, it's going to get worse. Yep. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, that's the problem, and people get into – you know, they start off, well, by the time they're 38, 40, we get people coming to us, tradies, saying, oh, I need cover. But it's kind of, it can be almost too late at that stage. We do our best and we're good at, at getting cover um, for difficult to place people. But by that stage, if you've already had some issues, you're not going to get insurance. And if you've got insurance or you, someone says, I'll give you insurance, the problem that you have is that in all likelihood, there's a little clause in the contract saying that they exclude any pre-existing conditions and they're not going to pay you. So the one thing worse than having no insurance is paying for insurance that isn't going to pay you a time of claim. And nobody likes it. No one wants that. So it's really important to do it properly. And that's one of the big things that I see as objections from my clients, Adrian, is uh, I'm going to pay all this money into something and probably never claim on it. So why would I have it? I'd be better off just saving the money in the bank, yeah? Uh, yeah, No. (laughs) The simple answer is no. The reality, Warwick, is um, if if you're a tradie, between when you start trading, being a tradie, to when you retire, I can almost guarantee you that you will go and claim in some shape or form. Um, And, you know, remember we're talking two things here. We're talking income protection, um, life insurance, critical illness, but also total and permanent disablement. 
Now, it's quite an interesting factor because, again, I've looked at all of our clients and I said, hey, what happens if these guys, when they were 20 years old, had taken out some total and permanent disablement cover? What would the situation be? And the reality is, is that I don't know of many tradies who wouldn't be eligible for a payment who are between 50 and 60 who wouldn't be eligible for a total and permanent disablement payment. So you could you could set it up that you have a million dollars or one and a half million dollars and you would get paid for that if you can't work as a tradie. So you get a tennis elbow and if it's a long-term problem, they'll pay you while you're not working. But if you can't work again and it's unlikely that you're going to return to your work again as a tradie, not as anything else, they have to pay you the lump sum, a million dollars or one and a half million dollars. Why wouldn't you do it? You know, why wouldn't you do it for the costs of a cup of coffee uh, once every three or four days? That's what yep. we're talking here. Yeah, it really is just so critical these mm. days, and and really not having it is, is really a pretty dumb move. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, it's it's um, everyone's got to make their own decisions on it, and um, but if you if you get yourself into debt, all you've got to say is if I couldn't work or something happened to me. Who's going to pay that off? Mm -hmm. If you want your children to live the lifestyle that they're accustomed to or to have the opportunities that maybe you didn't have as a child, there needs to be something in place. And it's just an, it's a, it's a plan B. So what is your plan B? And um, it's important that you, you're aware of it. Have a look at it. A lot of um, problems that we have with tradies is they say, oh, I've got some cover. And as soon as I ask them, well, what covered is it? Oh, I don't really know, mate, but it, uh, I think it's this. Well, that's not really good enough because at, when something goes wrong, you're going to want to know exactly what you're getting. Yep. So it's really important that people do it because often they're paying for cover that will not pay them. So there could be pre-existing conditions excluded. Another really popular one that I see is um, where it's not guaranteed renewable cover. So every year... The duty is on the insured person to let the insurance company know if anything has changed with their health. Mm -hmm. And if it has, they will exclude that from the contract. The reality is a lot of the guys don't do that. Yep. And something happens and suddenly they're not, they can't get the money. The, the best coverage that you can get is cover that is guaranteed renewable. Once you take it out with the insurance company, irrespective of what happens to your health, they will pay you if something goes wrong. They can't then say, oh, um, this has now become a problem. You hurt your leg skiing. Uh, we're not going to cover your knee anymore. Okay. So what are the, some of the common myths that people have about life insurance, Adrian? I mean, some of the misunderstandings or misconceptions out there? Yeah, Warwick, well, there's a number. The one is, is certainly the, um, the, the income protection is a big one. So... Basically, income protection works. It says if you can't work through any illness or any injury, we will pay you 75% of your income. Um, I get some people thinking that it covers them for redundancy payments. So if, if they can't work because um, they've been uh, lost a contract that they would get paid, they don't. The reality is it's up to the individual's personal exertion. If they can't do that, they get paid. Uh, the other big misconception is uh, in terms of pricing. So people think that it's 
out of their league, they can't afford it. The reality is that you can structure it in such a way that it is affordable. For example, income protection is tax deductible as well, so that's another consideration to take. There's um, also the misconception that they're going to get cover. I can get it later rather than do it now. The problem with that is that sometimes something happens to you, so you either get a disease or you, something as small as you twist your knee playing soccer on the beach and suddenly you have an exclusion or you can't get it. Worse than that is that you're 100% okay, but something happens to one of your family members. So there might be an issue with, for example, a, um, some for, sort of familial trait. Something happens to your father or to your mother or to your brother and suddenly you can't get the cover because the, the insurance company is concerned that you might have that same condition. Okay. So you're really passionate about life insurance and helping people protect themselves and their families. What, what's made you want to get into this and, and spread the message? Yeah, it's a, that's always a hard one to answer. I think um, the reality is I've seen the difference that it makes and I've seen the difference that insurance doesn't make. So it's a, you just got to open the newspaper every, any day of the week and you'll see a picture of a guy, his two children and his wife, and he's got some issue with him. Mm. And he's asking for his mates to set up a fund to try and help him. And I've seen that difference. I've experienced that personally in terms of my life. I've seen close friends be in that sort of position. And I've made it now my mission in life to try and get the word out to as many people as possible. I don't care if they don't use my services, yep. but the reality is you need to go and have it checked. Speak to somebody who knows what's going on and make sure that it's done properly. That's so important. And the thing about that, I think that we need to uh, let our listeners know, Adrian, is generally speaking, it costs you nothing to actually go and get a review or, or have a conversation with someone like yourself. Is that right? That's quite correct, Warwick. It's a strange industry and in that... Um, you can have a meeting with us. You could probably spend seven or eight hours if you really wanted to with us. Uh, we can explain everything and you don't get charged one cent. And you still don't even have to take out the cover. So it doesn't take that long to do it, but if that was the case, that's how it would be. The other side of it also is there's a misconception about how hard it is to get it done. It's not really hard. We've got processes and people in place to make it easy. So it can, it can be very easy. It just depends on how much you want to know or not want to know. Critically, though, is, is making sure that you've got the right amount of cover. More critical than that is that at time of claim, you get paid. Right. There is, I hate paying for something I don't receive. If I go to a restaurant and I order a steak and my steak doesn't arrive, I have a huge problem with that. Same thing here. Why would you pay for something and then you don't get it? And the reality is, is a lot of these covers that the, um, the superannuation companies, etc., are putting in, it's actually more expensive than doing it properly. Right. Not only is it more expensive, but you also run the risk of being underwritten at time of claim as opposed to knowing exactly what cover you can get beforehand. And that's so important. Right. So if people want to find out more, how can they get in touch with you? Um, Pretty easy to get in touch with us. Our company is called Stream Financial. We're based in Badrum, but as I said, we've got clients all over. We deal with them telephonically. We've got videos that they can watch. If they want more information, we send them videos on that. We, um, do you have a website address? We do have a website. It's 
www.streamfinancial.com.au. I'm sure we can put the details. We'll put somewhere. the details in the show notes. Yeah, and I have a telephone number, which I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody uses those things anymore, Adrian. Yeah, exactly, and um, an email address. But even if you just Google my name, Adrian Reed, as in read a book, uh, I'll come up on the on the internet for sure. Great. Well, and thanks for your time today. Um, I'm sure we've got a lot out of it, and our yeah. listeners have got a lot out of it, and now know how important it is to protect their asset, which is themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so if you took the opportunity to have a little snooze just then during that interview, sorry, Adrian. Uh, look, I know life insurance a bit, uh, bit of a dry topic, Michaela. Yes, and hopefully no one was driving while they nodded <laughs> off listening to this podcast. No power naps, please. But it is important. It is really important, guys, so please take some time. And our one thing today would be, Warwick, is to go get your policies or check or speak to someone, Adrian or someone, and get this sorted. Just go get it looked at. It costs yeah. you nothing, as he said, I think is the big the big thing there. Um, go get it reviewed. Myself, personally, I've claimed twice in the last five years, and uh, everyone's going to think I'm really unco, and maybe I am, but I've broken both my ankles on separate occasions riding my dirt bike, and, uh, and I got paid out. Within seven days, I got paid out for each injury, no questions whatsoever. And I'm a shiny bum, so that didn't stop me from doing my job. Um, so that's the big thing for me is, um, yeah, don't be a statistic, as they say. And maybe don't ride a dirt bike anymore. Yeah, or just don't ride one like me. Yeah. So that's it for another episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more, visit tradiesbusinessshow.com and make sure to subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And, hey, we like to be loved, so make sure to leave us a rating or review on iTunes as well. Till next time. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.